Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you. And once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. His son for us, or he sent value for value. So God loves you. Everybody say this with me. I say yes to life. I say yes to life. I say yes to love. I say yes to joy. I say yes to peace. I say yes to happiness. I say yes to the greatness that lives within me. In the here and now. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some praise all over this place. Amen. 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 Well, how many of you all know that we are in our new series this month? Everybody say the gift. The gift. The gift. We are in our new series, everybody. We, this, and this series is, is really kind of a mashup of, of, of certain gifts that we have. We have the gift of love. We have the gift of the local church. We have the gift of encouragement. We have the gift. We have a lot of gifts that we can give. And the scripture said it's better to give than receive. So, so we ought to give gifts of love to one another. How many of you all gave love to everybody you came in contact with this week? Amen. 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 So gave love. Even, even, when people got on your, even when people got on your nerves, what did you do? You gave love. Because it was a test. It was a test to see if you were going to give love or you was going <laughs> to give uh, irritation. So um, this week was a week of giving love. Um, for everyone that I came in contact with, even those who wanted to irritate me throughout this week, I said, I got to live by what I challenge everybody else to live by, which is love. So, so we got to live by love. Say, we have to, we have to live, by live by love. love. So this week in the gift, we're going to talk about the gift of the local church. Everybody say the gift, the gift. Of, the of the local church. So now, now, now we are the church. But we also have a gift in our local church. So our local church is New Beginning Christian Center. So what I would like for you to do, I want everybody to get out their phones. Are we live yet? I want everybody to get out their phones. And I want you to, I want you to share this gift of live stream on your, on your timeline. So go to, go to your Facebook. Go to your Facebook. Type in NBCC5 in the search bar. NBCC5. First thing that should pop up is New Beginning Christian Center. Hey, Bella. First thing that should pop up is New Beginning Christian Center. You see it, and you'll see me live in person right now, moving around, moving my hands. <laughs> and I want, you to, I want you to scroll over and click on share and share that on your timeline. Now, you have just given the gift of New Beginning Christian Center. Now, I, hear my, I hear myself echoing right now. But you have just given the gift of new beginning. And because you never know who may be on Facebook, who may need to hear this word. So I hear myself again. So, so you don't have to click on the actual video to share it. You can just click on share. 
and it'll, it'll share to your timeline. <laughs> so help out, help out over there, millennial. Help out, help out. It don't show the way I think it does. How does it? Let me see. It comes up up here. So if you, yeah, you, yeah, you got to go down to that one and click on share right there. So I apologize. I apologize. Well, share this with, with your timeline. And if you can, share this, try to share this every week because you never know who this message may impact. You never know who may need to hear this that may need help in a certain area. So share it every week because I believe that we are teaching house here. And whatever I teach, whatever the other ministers teach, I believe that is transformational. So we want to make sure that we are helping transform the world. So the message can go out to the world. We just have to share it with the world. So this is a way, an easy way of sharing uh, the message with the world. So has everybody shared there? Allow me to use their platform. We need some help. Okay. Millennials. Millennials. Get together. Gen Z. No, Gen Z. That's the, that's the generation we really need. Where's Chloe when we need her? Gen Z. Yeah, Donovan Gen Z too. So those Gen Z, those Generation Zers, they know YouTube, they know social media, they know a lot. They know, they know a lot. So I may, I'm gonna have to talk to you soon, okay? Gen Zer, Gen Zer. Hey Amen. How many of y'all are thankful for life today? Amen. Thankful to just be able to breathe, you know? Because you could be. You could be in a hospital bed or you could be in a morgue. We could be grieving your funeral that we may have had on yesterday for you, but you are alive. So you have, the, you have life. You have life in your body. You have breath in your body. So that's, that's, a, beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. So this week, we're going to talk about the gift of the local church. If you would, I'm assuming that everybody has shared, their, shared the screen to their timeline. If not, we'll help you after church. If not, we'll help you after church. But if you would, turn your Bible to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 25. And when you get there, if you would, stand to your feet. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. I'm wealthy. I'm wealthy. I'm wealthy. And if you didn't bring your Bibles, you can look at the screen. If you didn't bring your Bibles, you can look at the screen. So... We are moving forward, as our logo entails. We are moving forward. So now we have, the, have these beautiful screens. I'm thankful for these screens. So we need one more to put on the back wall. So I have to turn around and look. But one more to put on the back wall. So everybody at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, if not, look on the screen and read from there. And let's read on the count of three. One, two, three. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing, because we need each other. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate the day dawning. I'm going to read that to you again from the Passion Translation. It says this. It says, this is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, and as some have formed the habit of doing. Because we need each other. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate the day 
dawning. If you will, let's look from God in prayer. God, we love you. We thank you. We honor you for who you are. We thank you for this message that will go forth today. I pray, Lord God, that it will fall on good ground and that it will cause transformation in your people's life. So, God, we love you. We thank you. We honor you for who you are. I pray that you move Lester Bell Jr. out of the way and that you allow Holy Spirit to speak through me, Lord God, to speak to your people. So we love you. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 As you sit down, say the gift of the local church. The gift of the local church. So we are a community. We are a community. And a community, what a community does, a community comes together as one. A community comes together as one. I want to read this to you in the Amplified Classic Version. It says this, Not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, but admonishing, which is warning, urging, and encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. So the gift of the local church, what is the gift of the local church? This local church is, is supposed to be a powerhouse community. We're supposed to be a community that builds one another. We're supposed to be a community that helps grow one another. We're supposed to be a community that loves one another. This is what our community is supposed to be about. And if, if you ever come into the atmosphere of New Beginning Christian Center, you will see that this is an atmosphere of love, and this is an atmosphere of peace, and this is an atmosphere of liberty, and this is an atmosphere of worship, how you want to worship God. So that's one aspect of the local church. See, the local church is meant to really build the community. The local church is meant to build the community. So when you come into a local church, you come into a community-oriented um, place to where you can help build one another. See, it's not just for the pastor to just build the people. It's for one another to build one another. Because when we have relationship with one another, then we can grow from each other's experience. We can grow from the knowledge of one another. We can grow from each other. And that's what the community is all about. We're supposed to grow for, with one another and grow for one another. So when I grow, we all grow. When you grow, we all grow. So that's the purpose of community. So key point one says this. The gift of the local church is the hope of the world. The gift of the local church is the hope of the world. So the hope of the world, so God created the local church to be the hope of this world. So people are supposed to come to the church and find hope. People are supposed to not come to the church and be scared. People are not supposed to come to the church and be um, confused. They're supposed to come to the church and find hope. So the gift of the local church is the hope of the world. The purpose, the purpose of the local church is to extend the kingdom of God. The purpose of the local church is to extend the kingdom of God. So God created us to be an extension of his kingdom, to be an extension of his, of how everything is, is in heaven. He wants it to be on earth the same way. So we are to be that extension here on earth as it is in heaven. So the purpose of the local church is to extend the kingdom of heaven. So we're supposed to, what we're supposed to look like, we're supposed to look like the kingdom of heaven. So that, that means that we're not just supposed to just be monocolor. That's not, that, that means we're not just supposed to be monothought. That means that we should be multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-generational, not just monogenerational, not just a millennial church, not just a, a Gen Z church, not just a silent tradition, silent um, 
silent generation, but we're supposed to be multicultural and multi-generational. When God allows me to in January, we're going to talk about multi. That's going to be our theme for January, multi, multicultural, multi-generational, um, because that's what God wants the church to look like. God just doesn't want the church to just look like one age group, because we're in, in, this, in this setting, we are more than just one age group. So we're supposed to grow and connect with one another. Say, everybody say, grow and connect. Grow and connect. So when you grow and connect with one another, you build relationship with people who are not just your age. See, when you build relationship with people who are not just your age, then that relationship inspires you because both of you can learn from one another. See, we should be learning from one another. We shouldn't just be saying, well, okay, I know everything and you know nothing. You don't know anything. See, when we learn from each other, then we grow with each other, and then we get better as a whole. See, we're supposed to get better as a whole. Everybody say, get better. Get better. So the purpose of the local church is to flow in the will of God. The purpose of the local church is to flow in the will of God. The purpose of the local church is to be many members but one body. Purpose of the local church is to be many members but one body. So, you know, like a body. Now, if the body, now this, it says this in the scripture, if the body was just an eye, would you really be able to function? Or if the body was just a finger, would you really be able to function? No, you would not be able to function. So, our, we are many members, but one body. So, we have, that means that we're talented in certain areas. So, the hands can do what the eyes can't do. And the feet can do what the hands can't do. And the heart can do what the stomach can't do because we are many members, but one body. Now, if the now if the if the hands say I'm more important than the hand, than the feet, and say I'm gonna cut the feet off, then you just immobilize yourself. See, a lot of us we immobilize ourselves because we try to say, well, I'm more important than you, and you're not as important as me, so I'm gonna cut you off. And then what happens is when certain areas cut off, then those areas die. See, we, 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 should be, we should be building each and every area of our body, each and every area of our membership. So the purpose of the local church is many members but one body. Now, people are important to God. People are important to God. You See, you're not just the only one important to God. People are important to God. Now, if people, now, if God just wanted to make an earth with just you on it, he would have just put you on a planet by yourself, and you would not be around people. But he put you around people because he wants you to be the light to people. He wants you to be love to people. He wants you to share with others what he has, what he has given you, because each and every one of us has a gift within us. Like Brother Chris just sung. That's a part of his gift. He just sung and played the guitar. I can't play the guitar, so I'm not going to get up there and try to play the guitar. That's his gift. So his gift is important to the kingdom of God. His gift is important to the local church. So our gifts are important to one another. Our gifts are important to one another. If you would, turn to Acts chapter 2, verses 16 through 21. Acts chapter 2, verses 16 through 21. If you go to the app on there called Procast, it's purple. Highlight those two. purple and blue. Highlight those two and then click on the bottom where it says mirror and it'll mirror back to the screen.
It's called Procast. So Acts chapter 2, verses 16 through 21. Okay. So we're still working the kinks out in this thing, which is fine, which is okay. Which is fine. So do the same thing again and just hit um, hit hit output on pro on pro presenter and it'll uh, it'll go back to the screen. Now you'll have to move all of that over to the other screen though in order to run it. So that's why it's good for one person to learn because when one person learns, they can teach everybody else. See, this is part of my gifting. My gifting is a part is media. So. In order for us to run these systems, I had to learn these systems so I could teach these systems. So when I teach these systems, and that's me teaching my gifting to somebody else who can run it better than I can. See, it, it, it goes, thank you for this illustration. It goes the same with your gifting. See, everybody may not be able to do what you do, but you may be able to teach them so they can learn how to do. So if you teach your gifting instead of holding your gifting and saying, this is for me only. Now, if I would have said, well, um, this only, I'm only the only one with photos know this information. I'm the only one with this gift. Then I have just limited the church. Yep. See, a lot of us, we are limiting the church because we're withholding our gift from sharing it with the church. So when we share our gift with the church, then we get better as a whole. See, we have to get better as a whole. How do we get better as a whole? By sharing our gifting with the church. Share your gift with the church. Share your gift with your local church. Don't just hold on. Don't just sit on your gift. Don't just become be a, expect, a spectator, but come and share your gift. Because when you share your gift, then we all get better. See, we all, everybody wants to progress. Everybody wants to get better. But how do we get better? By sharing our gift with one another. So we must share our gift with one another. Must I give for one another? So everybody at Acts chapter 2, verse 16 through 21. Because people are important to God. And this is what it says. Verse 16 says this. This is the fulfillment of what was prophesied through the prophet Joel. For God says, this is what I will do in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will experience dreams from God. So stop. So the scripture says that I'll pour out my spirit on just the pastor. No, no. Or I'll pour out my spirit on just the ushers. No. Or I'll just pour out my spirit on the praise team, so when they lead in praise and worship, they'll be super spirited. No. No. Or i pour out my... I pour out my spirit on the finance team or the ministerial staff. No, the scripture says I'll pour out my spirit on everybody. So God wants to pour out his spirit on everybody. He has poured his spirit out on everybody. So the question is, have you been willing to receive what God has already poured on you? So that makes you important. See, just the pastor isn't just important in the church. Everybody is important in the church because we're all a community. We're all a body. We're all one. Many members, but one body. So when we understand that God has poured his spirit out on all flesh, then we'll have power. So the Holy Spirit will come upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. So the, word, so, so the spirit of God just doesn't pour out on men. Just doesn't pour out on women, it pours out on everybody. 
So that makes you equally as important because everybody is important in this matter. So I will reveal startling signs and wonders in the sky above and mighty miracles on the earth below. Blood and fire and pillars of clouds will appear. For the sun will be turned dark and the moon blood red before the great for that great and awesome appearance of the day of the Lord. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Did it say, but just the pastor who calls on the name of the Lord? Yeah. It says everybody who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So that means that you are important to God. Say, I am, I am important, important to, God. to God. Next key point, it says this, God flows when we are all on one accord. God flows when we are all on one accord. See, a lot of times in churches, what I see, everybody got their own hidden agenda, and everybody want to do their own thing. Well, I got to do this over here, and I want to do this over here, and I want to do this over here, and I want to do this over here. And we have a divided attention. We're divided. We're divided because, well, well, it's always been done like this, so we got to do it like this. No, it's always been done like this, so we got to do it like this. But God speaks to the set man in the house to release the vision to the people so it can be done the way God wants it to be done. Because when it's done the way God wants it to be done, then that's where the power comes in. Because we are all in one accord. We're saying the same thing. We are looking at the same vision. We're not looking at different visions. Well, my vision is this. Well, my vision is this over here. I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be that. But my vision is this over here. But the vision is here. See, when we're looking other places for the vision, and the vision is here, then we have not submitted our vision to the vision. See, it's very important that when you come to, the, to, to NBCC that you submit your vision to the vision, because when you submit your vision to the vision, then God will make provision for your vision. I'm going to say that again. When you submit your vision to the vision and not, say, not try to make your vision come true, when it's going against the vision of the house, then God will make provision for your vision. See, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. So when I submit my vision to the vision of the house, then my vision will flourish over here too. Because when the vision of the house is flourishing, then a byproduct, a consequence of that is my vision will be flourishing as well. See, we have to change our focus from trying to do everything and, and be everything and just well, I got to do this over here. I got to do no, no, let's focus on the vision of the house. Mm -hmm. At NBCC, we're going to focus on the vision of the house because when we are focused on the vision of the house and we're on one accord, then we have power. We have power. A lot of times the reason why we don't have power is because we are different visions. I got this vision over here of what I want to do. You got this vision over here of what you want to do. Meanwhile, you're missing the whole vision of what God wants to do in the house because you're too focused on your vision. But this house is a house of excellence, and we will focus on the vision of the house. So Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. So if you would just go up a little bit or turn the page back. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Everyone there? You should be there already because we just read... 16 to 21, this is what it says. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one place. When suddenly there came a sound from heaven like the rushing of a violent tempest blast, and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. 
And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed, and which settled on each one of them. And they were all filled, diffused throughout their souls with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other different foreign languages, tongues, as the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue and inappropriate words. I think it says in the KJV, it says this. I think it says, I'm going to memorize it. It says, when they were all on one accord, then that's when, that's when suddenly there came a sound from heaven like that of a rushing violent tempest. So when we are on one accord, then we can receive suddenly what God has for us. But when we're on different pages, if I'm reading this page of the book and you're reading the last page of the book, and but God says, I want you to read page 25 of the book, then we can't really receive that suddenly. But when we are on one accord, then we can receive the suddenly that God wants to do in the house. See, God wants to do it suddenly in this house, but we got to be on one accord. Have you ever noticed that when a tsunami hits, it moves everything in its path? It moves everything in, in its path. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't just move one thing. It moves buildings. It moves cars. It moves trees. It moves everything in its path. But when it's raining outside, if there's like a raindrop, does that move you? Does that move a car or a house or a window or a tree? It doesn't move that. Because when the water is moving in one accord in one direction, then it can remove whatever's in its way. See, when we're on one accord... We can remove whatever's in our way. So if there's an obstacle that's in our way and we're on one accord, then we can move that out of, we can remove that out of our way because we're on one accord. So God wants us to be on one accord. Amen. So life flows well when we are operating in our gifting in the local church. Life flows well when we are operating in our gifting in the local church. See, the purpose of the local church is, is for God to equip you with spiritual knowledge to handle the harvest. The purpose of the local church is for God to equip you with spiritual knowledge to handle the harvest. See, there's a harvest that we're supposed to be working. But if we're not working in our spiritual gifting, then we can't work the harvest. Because we're operating in something that is not our gifting and it's not our calling. And if you're not operating in your gifting and your calling, then you don't have the proper tools to handle the harvest. See, you cannot handle the harvest if you, I just said this, you cannot handle the harvest if you do not have the proper tools. So, so this is what it looks like, right? So, so let's say I want to get these nails out, right? I want to get these nails out. And so if, if, if I want to get these nails out, then I have to use the proper tool to get the nails out. <clears throat> I can't use a wrench to get the nails out. Let's see, do I have a wrench in here? Do I have a wrench in here? Let's see. Let's ask my wife if I have a wrench in here. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't use a screwdriver if I want to get the nails out, right? Right? It's, it's not effective, right? Is this, is this effective? It's, turn it around. Turn it around. Okay. All right. Turn it around. Is this effective? Is this getting the nail out? It's ineffective because it's, it's, this, this is not the purpose of this. It's ineffective. See, a lot of us are looking like this in church. We're ineffective because we're not operating in our gifting. 
So we're ineffective and then we get burnt out because we're burnt out because we're not operating in our gifting. But when we're operating in our gifting and you're operating in your passion, you won't get burnt out because you are operating in something you love to do. I'm saying it again because I heard some crickets. When you are in your passion, then you are operating in something you love to do. So when something happens, <clears throat> when something happens, you don't you don't get frustrated because you are operating in what God called you to do. But when something happens and you're not operating in what God called you to do, you get frustrated. You get burnt out. And you get sometimes sometimes people get church hurt because they're not operating in what God called them to do because they're ineffective. See, see this is this is not this is this is ineffective. But once I get the right tool, once I operate in my gifting, I can get really loud, huh? This thing is hard, hard. Good gracious. Now, let's, let's, let's try this. I need to get my, my maintenance man, Mr. Willie, up here to get this out. But lay it down on the table. Thank you. Great idea. Took a woman to tell me. So, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, 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 so when I am operating in my gifting, then I can use what God has given me in my talent, in my gift, and I can get this nail out. Now, this thing is giving me a hard time. I should have tried this before. I'm not operating in the gift the right way, says, says the woman, right? That's not my gifting, right? But now it is. Now, now, now I, got the, I got the nail out, right? Because I used the proper tool. But if I was trying to get the nail out with this, I would have been there all day long trying to get the nail out with this screwdriver. Like, how can I get this out? Just let me think about it. So, so the question is, are you operating in your gifting or are you operating in somebody else's gifting because you thought it was glamorous? Because a lot of times we want to operate in other people's giftings because it's glamorous to us. It looks good to us. And that looks good. I want to do that. And we're out of we're out of we're out of alignment with the will of God for our life. So the question is, are you out of alignment with the will of God for your life? Because a lot of us are ineffective because we are not flowing in our giftings. A lot of us are ineffective because we're not flowing in our giftings. A lot of us are ineffective because we're too focused on too many other things. See, the enemy's greatest, the enemy's greatest strategies for a kingdom citizen is distraction. Because if he can get you distracted, he can get you off of the will of God for your life because you're distracted. See, distracted is just dis and attract that God wants you on. Just break that down. Distracted. D-I-S. Tracted. So you are off of the track from what God wants you to be. See, a lot of times we are off of the track for what God wants us to be because we're too focused on somebody else. Well, they're gifting, they're doing well in this. That may not be your calling. That may not be your gifting. And it's okay. It's okay to not be flowing in that gifting. See, a lot of us, we have people skills that we should, that we should be bringing to the world, bringing to the local church, rather. We have skills where we can sing. We have gifts of administration. We have gifts of technology. 
See, there's a lot of gifts that God has placed within us. We just have to go within to find those gifts so we can share it with one another. Because when we share those gifts with one another, then we as a whole get better. And then, you know, when you're sharing your gift, you're excited to share your gift. You're happy to share your gift. And what you do is you get, you get so excited to come to church and share your gift that you sometimes beat the pastor to church. You'll never beat me to church because I'm here like early in the morning. But you'll never beat me here. Now, sometimes Mr. Willie may beat me here. But nah, I, I, beat him, I beat him here most of the time. But when you are flowing in your gifting, then you are excited. You are passionate about that. And God wants us to be passionate about what he has blessed us with. Because my gift to him is how I serve in my gift that he's given me. Your gift to God is how you serve in the gifting that God has given you. So God has given you a gift for you to deposit in this house. And so I want to challenge you this week to ask God, what is my gift? What is my gift, God? Like, what, what, what do you want me to flow in? What do you want me to be at NBCC? It sounds good, don't it? What do you want me to be at NBCC? Sounds beautiful. I was a rapper at one point in time, right? It was at 2003. All right? Minds of Christ. We got to find that CD. Can we find that CD? You got it? Okay. You want to hear that? So, so yeah, so, so, so I want you all this week to ask yourself, what can I be at NBCC? Because 2020, I just want to take a time to say this, 2020 is going to be a year for us that's going to blow your mind. And we're already starting to move in some areas in our ministry um, with our vision team. Um, yesterday, we had a great vision team meeting. So we're already starting to move into some areas that's going to really cause some transformation in our church. As you all can see, we have the screens up, so that's a part of it. But there's more to come. There's more to come. There's a harvest of people that are coming. So we need people in place who are flowing their giftings. If you are good with kids, let us know. If you can flow with kids really well, if you can interact with kids really well, let me know. If you can flow in the media department, technology, let us know. Because there's multiple things that you can be doing in the house that, be, that, that your gift can make, um, that you can sow your gift into the house so the house can get better. See, the pastor isn't just supposed to just make the house better. You, as a member of this house, is supposed to help make the church better as well. How do you do that? Sow your gifting. How do you do that? Seek God to ask God, God, what is my gifting? What do you want me to do? What can I do to help build NBCC? What can I do to help, um, help cultivate the harvest that is coming to NBCC? Because there is a harvest that is coming here. But we have to be ready. We have to be able to sustain what God wants to bless us with. So this week, I'm going to stop right here because I, I just want to say this. This week, I want to challenge you to ask God, God, what is my gifting? And he'll, 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 he'll reveal it to you. He'll reveal it to you. And he wants to reveal it to you because he placed it in you. Because he know what he placed in you, it was meant to make you greater and make the church greater as well. See the, Now, now it, sounds like, it sounds like when you sow your gift into the house that you're just focusing on the house. But really, it's really twofold there when it comes to that because you not only make NBCC better, but you make yourself better. You grow yourself. You grow spiritually yourself because you're flowing in what God has gifted you in. You're flowing in what, what God has given you. So you're saying, God, I thank you. Thank you for gifting me with this. I want to sow. My, my gifting is the gifting of leadership. My gifting is the gifting of, of 
being a pastor. So my thing now is, God, I want to get better in this because I want to, I want to make sure that our people are, are great. I want to make sure that, that they are um, well taken care of outside of these four walls. I just don't want to just think about, okay, well, they're here on Sundays. No, I want, I want us to be great on, outside the four walls. So I have to get better. So I have to challenge myself to get better because when I get better, we all get better. When you get better, we all get better. So God wants you to flow in your gifting. Say this with me. God wants me to, God wants me to flow, flow in my gifting. In my Let's give God some praise. Amen. Round, we'll do round two on Wednesday night. <clears throat> we'll do round two on Wednesday night. And um, we got a whole lot more notes on this. We got a whole lot more, um, a whole lot more word on this because God really wants you to flow in your gifting in the local church. And when you flow in your gifting in the local church, then you empower the church and you empower your life. So God is looking for us to empower one another and empower ourselves in, in return. Amen. So if you would, stand to your feet this morning. Thank you, God. And I just want you to just close your eyes right where you are. This morning, I want you to just close your eyes. And let's look from God in prayer. God, we thank you. We love you. We honor you for who you are. We thank you for the word that has just gone forth. We pray, Lord God, that your people.